right, welcome to the 3P, the Popper's Pit Podcast. And uh, with us, as always, Ben Moore. What's up, Ben? What's up? What's up? Glad to be back again. And a special guest appearance after a rough week, uh, but we're glad to have him on. Daniel Campbell is with us tonight. What's up, you turds? He brought his soundboard, as you can tell. So, we're going to go over the recap of last week. A lot of big games last week. We have four different teams playing four different games at six and six. And uh, we'll start with uh, Campbell's and the Yeti Hunters. And so, uh, last week, the Yeti Hunters scored 107. And my ball, Zach Ertz, scored 101, putting him out of the playoffs. And uh, Campbell, we're going to let you start this one off. How would you feel about this game? Because I thought you had a real shot at it, but for whatever reason, Jordan Reed has decided not to show up at all this year. Yeah, I mean, Jordan Reed, the past couple of weeks, have started, like, catching on a little bit. He started getting a lot more targets, I think, last two weeks. He, like, led the team in targets or whatever. But, yeah, he had a, uh, another poop week. Um, but, he, yeah, he's had a bad year. I just – I traded for Ben for him. I think I gave up like three. I don't two know, what was two third round picks. Two third round. So, you know, it wasn't terrible. Whatever. Um, but I just think injuries and then, you know, Fournette being stupid <laughs> and punching people. Having to start Riddick or Doug Martin. And and then the ty- whole Tyrell. Having to start Tyrell Williams with two tight ends. It's just uh, injury play. And, you know, Kit's team was crap. And I thought I had a really good chance. And then Travis Kels played like a faggot or whatever. I don't know. He put up like 100 points or something. But kid always finds a way to win somehow. And he did it again this week. So, Yeah. Being anything on this one? No. Nah, Travis Kelsey was big and a Zeke. But other than that, his team sucks. Yeah. That's what Drew Brees at 8.55 points. He's not going to get that a lot. And guys, I'll be honest. I really like Kit's team. He's just got a lot of high power. Guys, and now that he's added Breeze and doesn't have Carr, I mean, that ought to improve him by 15 points. So, um, should have, but it didn't. It decreased it by 20 this week. Yeah, yeah his guys laid yeah, it I mean, his running backs, his running backs aren't as good as they <laughs> used to be. You know, Kit used to have running back, pretty heavy running back team. So, it's, his running backs sort of lacking. I mean, he's still got good receivers, but like you said, Ridley laid an egg. They all sort of laid an egg this week. He just had a couple guys go off. But All three of the guys I traded him yeah. didn't even average 15 points. <laughs> that's, yeah. I'm, and I, that's a combination of – that's awesome. Yeah, he's got <laughs> enough to beat me, but I don't think he's got enough to make too big of a splash in the playoffs, unfortunately. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no doubt, obviously, with you having Fuller, Coop, and, and – Fournette out. I mean, just one of those three guys would have probably put you over the top this week, but you had none of them. So, uh, tough luck there, Camballs. Um, and I, I hate you lost because since everybody else won, it would have thrown us – we would have not learned anything last week, and it would have still been just as exciting as the week before. But uh, we'll move on, and uh, the next one we'll talk about is mine versus the Knox Villains. I scored 103. Actually, either like – Sixth or seventh in scoring this week, but the Knox Villians put up a pitiful 51 points to go to 0 and 13. And so I don't think I have to spend a lot of time on this one. Uh, looking at my box score, it was one of the best lineups I've had in all week, but I still only ended up at 103. And uh, guys, I'll be honest, I haven't felt like I've had just the strongest team all year, but I get my guys in and um, 
I win a game here and there, and now here I am hanging around at the end. Uh, but uh, Winston did have 25 points. I think that's exactly what he was predicted. Uh, of course, Saquon Barkley only had 18. That's actually a low day for the number two running back in the league right now. Uh, but anything on this one, guys? Uh, I mean, Chris, he's – I mean, Chris is at where he's at, and it is what it is, um, you know. But if I were you, I'd be kind of concerned. I mean, you had really had two guys that uh, put up over 15 points. That's going to be tough to win, um, even if you make the playoffs. I mean, I, listen, if you make the playoffs, great. I hope you or Matt, either one, makes them that way kits or Sam's out of it. But uh, Lord knows I wouldn't hear the end of it. But. Yeah, I, I wouldn't see yourself going real far if you made the playoffs, to be honest. Yeah, and Burkhead <laughs> is back. So just, I don't think that's going to matter much, but he is back. Um, and, and God, I'll be honest, Emmanuel Sanders has not done anything since Demarius Thomas left. So there may have been something there that just people weren't picking up on there. Um, but Emmanuel Sanders has been pitiful since uh, Demarius Thomas has been gone. Campbell, anything on this one before we move on? Uh, yeah, just real quick. Not much to say on Chris's team. I mean, he's in a rebuilding stage, so, you know, there he gets that. But uh, <laughs> Nate's team, I think he'll be all right, Nate. Uh, I don't think Burkhead coming back really makes much of a difference with the three running backs you got and Ware and Barkley <coughs> and Miller. I think they're going to sort of foot the load for you at running back. I think at receivers, it's receiver and tight end sort of where you're going to be hurting moving forward um, in the playoffs and stuff. That tight end seems like it – Every week, it seems like a couple of games come down to a tight end player. And it's just that tight ends are so, I don't know, stretched out, I guess, as far as the elite tight ends. that uh, If one of them goes off, it's it's hard to come back from that. So, uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, you guys could go off. I like DJ Moore. Robert Woods could go off every week and put up big points. And DJ Moore is starting to play a lot more, get a lot more touches. So, uh, you know, you never see him moving forward. So here we go. Yeah, that tight end spot was an unfortunate side effect of changing the receivers up. I think it's been huge for the receivers in the league, but is now it's spread out the tight ends even more, which uh, the I guess the good thing is it's one tight end compared to three or four receivers. So, uh, But moving on, uh, looking at the next one on the list, I've got the Nightman uh, versus Show Me Your TDs. And, Guys, I, I mentioned this last week. Nobody had mentioned it before, but I said if Aldrich could win against Jay, and I picked Aldrich, by the way, if Aldrich could win against Jay, then he would have a shot at knocking Ben out of the consolation. And that's exactly what happened. We're going to be playing next week for that last consolation spot. Uh, but the Nightman had 85 pitiful points, and Show Me Your TDs was at 90, and that puts Jay at 11-2. and two and Aldrich at 3-10. and 10. And so I was going to let Jay start this one off. Campbell, you got anything to say about this one? Uh, yeah, Jay's team had an off week. Uh, he's lucky he didn't have it early in the season where it really doesn't matter, I guess, besides – I don't even guess it matters seeding um, at this point in the playoffs. But, uh, you know, good job by Aldrich coming in there. I mean, he had, like, what, two guys, one guy, Cohen put up 31-and-a-half. And Wentz sort of put up bigger numbers than he has all year. So, uh, those two without those two guys, uh, Aldrich has a pretty crappy day. But uh, we'll see next week. I think Aldrich's team moving forward could be all right. I think he picked up a couple of players off the waiver wire um, here lately that could make, uh, you know, sort of an impact 
I think he's going to be – I think, again, he's going to be hurting the tight end, so that may hurt him with this last game. Um, but you never know. Who, who knows what will happen. So. Yeah, and Aldridge is going to have some pretty good picks in the in the first round next season. Ben, you got anything on this one? Uh, I pretty much just reiterate what Campbell said. Tariq Cohen, he had a good game. Um, I think he's probably taking over that lead running back position when it comes to catching balls out of the backfield. But uh, Nick Chubb, he's putting up decent numbers. Uh, he just don't have a whole lot of depth. I wouldn't count on his wide receivers doing a whole lot. So, other than those two guys going off, I don't see him uh, producing a whole lot. But Jay just had an off week. I hope it continues because I freaking hate Jay. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me just say this. This is was really interesting this week because several of them came down to Monday night. But that game was won by five points. And the rest of them, all, we had four games this week that – if the wrong guy would have scored one more touchdown, every one of them would have been different. Um, so, let's go to the next one. We had the Vols at 123 uh, versus, hey, you guys like him, who scored 124. And so, a very <laughs> exciting game. Ben, we're going to let you start this one out. But before, I think I mentioned it. I was watching this game and watching these scores as they went along. And there was a pass play to – to uh, Tate, and Sam went ahead by, like, .7. And then the next play, it was to Ertz. And then there was, like, another play. And then the next play was to Tate. And that's where it ended up, at .7 lead for uh, Sam. Anything on this one, Ben? Yeah, Golden Tate scoring 20. I mean, that's that's unrealistic for most weeks. Um, Cook, again, he's just – listen, he's going off all year long. Um you know, it's getting towards the end of the season. I keep saying he can't sustain that, but he has. Um, you know, and then Philip Lindsay, I've already mentioned, he was the pick of the draft last year. So, he just had a good week. I mean, uh, other Adrian Peterson had a 90-yard run. If it wasn't for that, he had, had eight yards. So, let's get real with it. I mean, he, he broke loose for a 90-yard touchdown run. Uh, uh, yeah, some, sometimes it takes a little luck. Uh, when did Beretta go out in that game? Yeah, he went out pretty early in the game, I think, which which was a, a turning table. And um, hey, Ronnie had an injury with um, Melvin Gordon being out. So and Carryon Johnson, he was out. So um, yeah, hey, nice win for Kit or uh, for uh, Sam. So uh, he's got a tough matchup this week, but we'll uh, we'll see how it turns out. Campbell, anything on this one? Uh, yeah, I mean, Sam had a good week. Uh, Patrick Lindsay. Uh, you know, pretty much carried him. Him and Jared Cook had another uh, week that he had, like, starting the year. Uh, he hadn't had a lot of those in the middle of the year. But, you know, another good week. Uh, I think Ronnie had – I mean, he just uh, – that breed of play, that sort of hurt him. Um, Demarius Thomas, I think he's slacking in touches down there now a little bit, which has come to thing. But I, I'm afraid with the injuries, I think – uh, Ronnie's team's going to be a little suspect coming playoffs team. Oh man, he's going to have some problems with this uh, these running back situation for him. Not looking too great, um, but you never know. He's still got big play uh, receivers, so he can always plug in a couple of flexes instead of just play two running backs and be all right. Yeah, um, I feel like I feel like his team's looking a lot more like Kits, where he's got a few powerhouse guys left. Is all he's got left. Uh, Big Ron's biggest weapon was the fact that he had those middle-of-the-road guys scoring 20 points uh, a week, and he doesn't really have that anymore with all the injuries. But uh, I still see him having a, a lot of potential in the playoffs if, the, if he gets the right matchups here. I haven't looked ahead that far. But, uh, yeah, this was uh, 
This was a fun game to watch. Came down to Monday night. A lot of excitement. Sam stays alive for one more week. All right, moving on. Uh, how many is that? We've got one, two, three. Is that four we've covered? Uh, we need just Megan. we got Megan Ganites and losing to Jade. All right, we had, yeah, another very close matchup here, separated by about one and a half points. When I round, this thing ended up 116 for losing to Jay and 117 for the Mega Gunites. That puts Ben at four and nine and fighting for his life at uh, that consolation game. And he gets uh, Matt's team at seven and six where he needed to, to be to have a shot this week. But, uh, Ben, I'm going to let you start this one out. Anything on this game? Well, Chris Carson went out in the fourth quarter with a hurt finger. Um, I think, you know, that was the turning table on that one. Uh, that and Trey Burton, he didn't even see a, a target in a Matt Nagy offense. Now, how freaking – how many times is that going to happen? I think I had four tight ends on my team, and I, they had one catch among all of them. So, that's, that's pathetic, man. You can't win doing that crap. Um, but the rest of my guys had a pretty good week. Cooper, he didn't have a whole lot, neither did Mike Evans. But um, it, it was it was hit or miss. I mean, I had a lot of big names that did very little. Um, I freaking hate Jameis Winston. I think he's the worst thing ever for Mike Evans, but it is what it is. Uh, big win for Matt right there to keep his, uh, keep his playoff contentions alive. Yeah, I don't disagree. Mike Evans has got to find somewhere else to go because he's he's a stud receiver, and uh, you you could tell the difference when uh, Fitzpatrick was starting in that offense and Winston was in, in terms of Mike Evans. Uh, look at it this one: Mega Gunites, Mahomes just continues to just be awesome, uh, guys. I don't know that we're gonna see. Uh, I, I guess this is the offense he's in, and and he's as athletic as can be. Um, but that was, that was a big score for Matt. Let me also say this, though. Matt has probably had some of the worst luck, that luck rating, when you throw it out there, which means his team's usually underperformed. So keep that in mind when it's me versus Matt here in a minute. Uh, but, Campbell, anything on this one? Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, even though Matt put out a win, Ben had a little bit higher on the coaching rating. So I don't think it was too far away. I, I mean, it was really close. I, I think it – Ben's team, like you said, that Chris Carson going out and Gus Edwards not doing too much uh, sort of hurt him. I don't know what happened in Baltimore. He was supposed to be the man, but then, I don't know, I saw some plays during the game and they were showing a lot of uh, Tom Montgomery getting some carries. I don't know if it was just, like, option or what it was, but uh, that probably had something to do with. But, I mean, either one of those guys get another carry and well, he, we're he talking a story. He toted the rock 21 times. Just Edwards? Yes. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, he totaled so, it 21 times. Yeah, he just didn't get any in the end zone. He just didn't get in the end zone. He yeah, I mean, one a, of those guys have a PPR guy. He is straight right. pound yeah, to ground a, and yeah. pound. Yeah, I mean, one of those guys have another carry, and you're looking at a different ball game. But like you said, Mahomes, man, uh, fantasy and probably real life, the MVP this year of the, of the league. I mean, you look at his stats, they're crazy. Uh, his two losses are against, like, the Rams and the Patriots where – I think they. I think an argument was like Drew Brees or Mahomes, but Brees' losses were against like two average teams, where Mahomes' losses were like top two teams or whatever. So uh, Antonio Brown going off. So uh, I think we'll see coming up with Matt and Nate, but I think Matt has a a good chance to either make a splash in the 
uh, championship playoffs or the consolation playoffs. So yeah. twenty one points is the lowest score that Mahomes has had all year long. He's a stud, dude. He's crazy. Yeah. It's 40, offense. He's in the offense. Forty one touchdowns. Forty one passing touchdowns on the season. Yeah, it's crazy. So uh, that's all to you, Matt. Good win right there, man. Yeah, big win, big win, hanging in there by thread. All right, let's go to the picks real quick. This week, I didn't have picks for Flea Flicker. Uh, I could have got them, and I may go back and fill them in. Uh, for example, this match, it had Matt winning, and Matt ended up barely winning. But, um, yeah, I have to go back on a better computer than what I use at school. But uh, Ben had two picks correct this week. Jay had two picks. And then me coming through with the Audric pick and the Yeti Hunter pick on this week, uh, and I ended up with four. So that pretty much is going to give me probably the win for the season. Unless that's because you have no punch. balls, you don't freaking take chances. Yeah, picking Audric. You did Audric. You did Audric, but you picking didn't have Audric nothing to lose. Jay. It was already the end of the year, Nate. Listen, let's let's uh, be honest. Don't, hey, don't don't pat yourself on the back. Taking taking Kit over Campbell's was pretty good. Oh my god, you already won. I I picked like hell. I almost picked Sam one week. That's it. Hey, let me dumb. let me tell you a little, little secret here. It's about winning <coughs> and losing, and I sure <laughs> am the winner. Well, sir, I I'm I'm normally in the losing bracket. So <laughs> I said Kelvin Benjamin was going to be a top uh, wide receiver this year too, and uh, he's currently unemployed, and so is C.J. Anderson. So don't ever listen to my fancy advice. Yeah, hey, let me let me mention this too. I've I've got my bowl pick them ready, so be looking for that in your email. I've got my bowl pick them done. Uh, last year, only four guys in the league took the time. Guys, I make it super nice. It's on a Google form. You go down there, you just click one or the other, and then you hit submit. So join the bowl pick them. Last year, there was four of us that played. Kit, myself, Jay, and Ben. Uh, and, and Ben, just speaking of what on what you said a while ago, did you know you finished last in the pick them last year? I know, dude. I'm a, I'm, <laughs> listen, I'm consistently bad. <laughs> hey, listen, one, one championship game, and you could have won the pick them. That's how close it was last year. Uh, because that championship game I make worth four points. But um, from last to first last year in our pick em, Kit won with 30 points and Ben lost with 26. So, close. It was fun. Uh, but to talk about playoffs in our league, right now, Campbell, you are out because of that loss. And I, and I put in my notes, bet that hurts them Balzacs. So, <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> why, why, I, I don't know why that's so funny. My daughters would think it's hilarious too. But, um, so, looking at probabilities with what's left, Sam wins, he's in. If Sam loses, he's out. It's it's that simple. So he has a fifty percent shot at getting in uh, because he owns the tiebreaker over both me and Matt. Uh, so it's pretty much going to come down to, because me and Matt are head-to-head and have the same record, uh, it's going to come down to who wins that game if Sam loses. And so that's where we're at with this. It's not hard to figure out who's going to be in. Uh, so when we make our picks in a minute, we'll know who we're picking to make the playoffs as well. But uh, that's where we're at. Sam has the Yeti Hunters, and then me and Matt have each other. So a lot of excitement this week. In the consolation tournament, the winner of losing to Jay since 83 and show me your TDs gets into the consolation. Uh, and I, I wrote this down because I feel like it is important. 
Ben actually gave his first-round pick to Matt. So, if Ben didn't get in, Matt would have pick number three next year. That is ben, incorrect. He traded that to Chris. Okay. Well, there so you go. Chris would have – if I don't get in, Ball Chris further, will have right? two of the top three picks. That would be awesome for him, right? That could be a pretty quick turnaround. Could um, be. You know, and that's – you know, Jay has mentioned it plenty of times before, and it's true. Receivers are usually the ones that it takes a little bit of time uh, along with quarterbacks, um, to, to get into the flow of things. A lot of times running backs can come out and be successful immediately. Uh, but uh, that's what the draft class is heavy in next year, but we can get into all that later. So Chris would be benefiting from Ben if Ben were to win the consolation or if Ben were to uh, end up third, he would have second and third pick. Now, Aldrich still has his first. So if Audric somehow made it into the consolation bracket and somehow he won that thing, then he would end up with pick number one himself. All right. I'm so gonna, I'm gonna say this. It wouldn't hurt my feelings if I lost because me out of the consolation bracket, which I have a better team than most in that bracket, puts Audric in there, which sucks. Campbell has injuries. And either you or Sam would enter. You, Sam, or Matt would enter. So, really, that would help me out. If Sam got in there, he's got to – it's either between – you see what I'm saying? That ups his chances if I don't get in. Yeah. Go, Audrey. I'm picking Audrey. <laughs> All right, let's get into the matchups. Here we go. We're going to start with uh, losing to Jay since 83 and show me your TDs. And I was going to let Jay start this one. Campbell, I'll let you start this one. This is Ben and Aldrich uh, next week. This is for the consolation playoff spot. How do you think this one might go? Well, I don't know. This one looks like it could be closer than what the scores are projected right now. It's 119 to 86 and a half. So, I think they're lowballing Cohen this week against the Rams. I think he's going to put up a lot more than 11 points with him being the pass catching back, too. I think they're going to have to utilize him. Um, I don't like – I'm not liking his receivers. I mean, but if his running backs can make up the difference with his receivers, I can see him hanging in there, um, especially the way Tampa Bay's quarterbacks have been playing. Evans, Cooper, you never know. Uh, their tight ends are sort of similar, so I don't see Ben's really uh, – his tight end really making too much of a difference like we were talking about earlier, carrying in too much. But uh, I think it's going to be closer than what it's projected, but uh, I'd have to go with Benjamin making the playoffs in consolation and then dropping an egg when he gets into the playoffs. All right, Ben, what do you think about – well, let me go ahead. Uh, I'm looking at this one, and I'm thinking – even Wentz has Dallas, and Wentz has not been great this year. I think at one point I said that I felt like Wentz was probably one of the most uh, underperforming players of the season, especially at that QB position uh, this year. Uh, Audrey just hasn't got nearly what it seems like his value should be. And so that's going to be tough. And with with given what's happened so far, I don't, I don't even see Wentz scoring 17 points against Dallas, even though that's a low uh, expectation. So, with that being uh, Audric's big benefit there is Carson Wentz at quarterback, and then him having uh, Nick Chubb. I, I just don't, I just don't see enough points to make up. I mean, there were still, even though he won last week, there were still like six players on his team that scored less than ten points. So I'm going to go ahead and take Ben here as well. 
Ben, what you got on this one? Well, with Baltimore playing Kansas City at Kansas City, I don't know how much Gus Edwards is going to be utilized. There's two things that's going to happen either. They're going to blow um, Baltimore out of the water or Baltimore's defense is going to step up and they're going to run the ball 700 times, try to run the clock in this game. So it depends how that game plays out. If Baltimore's defense shows up, it's at uh, Kansas City. So I don't know about that one. Uh, but Keenan Allen, just like last year, he came on strong at the end of the year. He's playing Cincinnati um, in Los Angeles. So I see him continuing to go off. Uh, Mike Evans is going up against New Orleans. I think Mike Evans actually has a good game. Vontae Adams is at Atlanta. They suck. And then Cooper is up against Philly. I think he'll have a big game too. I like my receivers a lot more than I like Audrick's entire team. Um, so I'm not going to pick against myself, even though I wouldn't care who won this game, but I'm going myself. All right. I think we need a rule in the league that if you don't make it out of those bottom two, you have to keep your name change until you do. I don't know. We may, we may, we may need to look at that within the next ball season. Um, once you have a name change, it can't go away until you, you, you make a tournament. All right, moving on. Um, the next matchup I've got listed, this is one that doesn't have a whole lot of meaning. We've got the Vols versus the Knox Villains. And so we won't spend a ton of time here, but uh, I've already written down I'm taking the Vols. Um, I don't really care to talk about the game too much. Uh, I do think Chris has bettered his team toward the end of the year. But at what cost? Because, really, he should have been looking toward the future. And I'm afraid that Matt Ryan trade, of course, then again, he got rid of somebody that was about the same age and, and was going to be there about the same length. So, uh, moving on, Ben, anything on this one? Yeah, I think Gordon, he probably comes back this week. Um, they have to have they have to have him against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's got a weak run defense. They're going to come back. I think he'll be back to um, – to make some noise, old man, putty man, don't really matter. But um, I'd like to see freaking Chris win one, man. I'm going with Chris this week. All right, Campbell, anything on this one? Yeah, uh, I think with Gurley coming back and then I think with the possibility of Gordon coming back, that sort of puts old man over the edge. But I'm going to go with Ben. I'm going to give Chris the win this week. I think his team, I think uh, Matt Ryan's going to go off against Green Bay. I think his running back's – they're going to pick it up. And so, yep, Chris with the dub, the upset this week. One yeah, win. listen, Big Ron, this, this week is important for uh, the Vols because he's got some guys that are a little bit banged up, and he needs them back starting next week. So, having this week to give those guys a little more rest if it's needed, I think it's a big deal uh, for him. But moving on, we've got uh, another one that at this point has no meaning, but it should be a lot of fun. We've got the Nightman versus my Balzac Ertz. And um, I've got – I had Jay leading this one off. So, Campbell, we'll let you talk about your, your matchup with Jay this week. Uh, yeah, there ain't much going on. Uh, Connor being out sort of takes 20 to 25 points off my team. Uh, so, whatever, Jay will win. Uh, ben, what do you got on this I one? I disagree. I'm going with the top two teams in the league going into the playoffs – with two two L's at the end of the year. I think uh, Tom Brady goes to Miami, puts up 30-plus points this week. 
And I think Leonard Fournette rushes for three touchdowns at Tennessee and bumps the 25 mark. Um, you got McCaffrey at Cleveland. He could score at least 100 points by himself. Uh, Tyrell Williams sucks, uh, even though he's had a decent year, but he's really touchdown dependent. He's got Doug Martin in there at Pittsburgh. So I, I would have to really sit here and do coin tosses at who I would start on his team. Um, but he's had, he's got a lot of injuries, but freaking can balls. But I'm going to say this. He better freaking put um, Anthony Miller in. I would play Anthony Miller over Jordan Reed all day long. All right, looking at this one, because I'll be honest, it, the Rams, obviously, huge, high-powered offense. They're going to be at Chicago. And Chicago's playing some pretty good football. And defense seems to be something that they're they're into up there. So, it's not that I don't think Chicago can stop the Rams, but I do think they can slow them down a little bit. And uh, that being said, you know, New Orleans at Tampa Bay, I, I feel like that's a good matchup there for New Orleans. Also a good matchup there for Tampa Bay. So, that one could be, could be high scoring. Uh, but um, I still – Fournette's back. Man, this one's a lot more interesting than it looks in the prediction. But I'm going to have to go with Jay, even though I don't think he's going to make 133 points like predicted. I'm thinking this one's going to look more like 122 to 112. Did I mention Jared uh, Goff's going to break his collarbone in the first quarter? Yeah, if that happens, then Jay is predicted to win by 0.2 points. Mm. How about that? That'd be great. Of course, he put luck in. Luck only is only uh, predicted at point zero eight less points than golf. So, yeah, Jay, um, Jay's team sucks. I'm changing to my team. Then again, <laughs> I like. It. Uh, I'm going to take Jay just because I think it's going to be tough for Campbell to overcome. There you go with the no nuts again. That's right. Hey, really? These are two good teams. All right, what's the point? I've already won anyway. All right, the next one. This is an important game and playoff implication. We've got the Yeti Hunters at 10-3, and three, who are a very beatable team. Uh, not so much as, as they were. He did go out and make some moves for this year. Uh, may have doomed his team for the future. But uh, he's playing, hey, you guys like him, who is at 7-6. and six. And, Ben, I am very interested to know what you think of this one. Well, first first week of the year, Tampa Bay went into New Orleans and beat Drew Brees at home. Drew Brees had a tank game last week. He goes down to Tampa Bay and absolutely destroys Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I'm going to say that Drew Brees puts up close to 40 points in this game. Um, Dre Hopkins, they're going to have to throw them. Though the, the Colts have a good secondary. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott against Philadelphia, I think he scores a ton of points. So, I'm taking Kit in this game to finally, finally knock Sam out of the playoffs. All right. Um, I also have Kit winning this game, and that's a big reason why I think uh, now with the acquisition of Drew Brees, that's going to be a big deal for Kit because he was originally getting – it felt like 12 points a game out of car. His quarterback play – was absolutely pitiful. And now he's jumped – his team's been winning all year, and now he's jumped them by about 15 points. So, 
Uh, I think it's going to be hard for Sam to score with Kit, even though he does have some big play potential guys. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, you, you've got, uh, you know, Golden Tate, Larry Fitzgerald, not so much. And, and like you said, Ben, I've been waiting on Cook to not perform all year, but he's been consistent even when he hasn't been great. Uh, well, so, let, me, let me remind you this, too, that Emmanuel Sanders is out. They don't have a lot of receivers at Denver. What are they going to do? They're going to stack the box and stop the run and make Denver beat them in the passing game. And I think San Francisco wins that battle. Yeah. So you think Lindsey's going to slow down because of the Sanders injury? Yes. All right. So there you go. Um, I'm also taking the Yeti Hunters. Campbell, what do you think about this one? This is an important game this week for Sam. Yeah, I got I got both. Here's something for both of you. You better shut your mouth before I shut it for you. Sam's going to get the win this week, and I'll tell you why. If you look at Watson's projected points, 23 and a half. Look at Hopkins' projected points, 21.3. How does Watson put up 23 points, but Hopkins is going to put up 21 points? They don't. I mean, I get it with the touchdowns being a little bit more, six points, whatever. But I feel like if Hopkins goes off for 21 points, I feel like Watson's going to hit more than his projected points as well. I just don't like Kitt's backfield this week. Howard's not getting any touches. I don't, I don't think Marlon Mack does. I think Houston's hot. I think Marlon Mack gets shut down this week. Um, I think they rely a lot on Luck if they do put up, you know, stay up with Houston. I know Luck's playing really good, but I think that D-line in Houston shuts Mack down. So, uh, I think Peterson puts up a little more than what he's projected. I think Tate will hit a little more than what he's projected. So, I'm going with Sam, and Sam gets into the playoffs. Right, Sam's got to make up 13 points, and we've talked about it all year. Sam's receivers have huge big play potential, but it's hard to hit on receivers sometimes. They are less predictable than than the rest. But uh, moving on into the last one, it's Matt and myself. Offensive material at 7-6 and six versus the Megagonite at 7-6. and six. So right now, Campbell is picking Sam to get into the playoffs. Ben, who you got in this one? I got Matt in this one, and here's the reason why. Patrick Mahomes, he goes up against Baltimore, but this kid is relentless. Um, I think Baltimore's got a good team, a good defense. Um, You know, I'm not sold on Matt's running backs, and you have Saquon Barkley. Um, But I think his wide receivers are ahead above what you've got on your team. Uh, you've got two tight ends playing this week, and that's that's just tough. Um, I mean, you look at maybe 10 points per player, and Stephon Diggs can go off at any time, especially on the Monday night um, against Seattle's secondary that's kind of beat up. So, um, I don't know. I like, um, I like Matt's team, and I think he's just got a better team, and I hope he makes the playoffs just because I think your team is beatable for Sam in the playoffs. Yeah, and, uh, you know, just uh, – I think that's a good pick. Obviously, uh, this is going to be a tight game. Uh, my point earlier is that Matt has been underprojected or overprojected all year. I've been underprojected all year, so my luck has been in a little bit in the positive favor. So this game could end up tighter even than it says. I mean, Matt's had plenty of games where he scored in the 80s. He's had plenty of games when he scored in the 110s. Uh, he's had a few games where he scored up in the 130s. Uh, so, me and him, I think, have both been all over the place, but we've both been kind of close to a certain amount. Um, it's killing me 
it is absolutely killing me when you look at who I have on the IR. I've got Delaney Walker, um, A.J. Green, and Emmanuel Sanders all out with ankle injuries, which could have done a lot. Kareem a Hunt. A whole heck of a lot Kareem for Hunt. my lineup. You know, Ben A.J. Green was a huge starter when he was in this year. Kareem Hunt. And I don't, I don't disagree that Kareem <laughs> Hunt was a big hurt. But we're talking about missing <laughs> – a few games. I've have I've been missing AJ Green for a while now, almost since I traded him to Audrey. What a great trade that ended up being for him. That's why um, you don't trade for old men. <laughs> Listen, in, in all honesty, I was thinking I could actually get something out of some. Nobody had receivers. Nobody had that last receiver, and in my mind, I could have traded him before playoffs for something worth as much as I gave at least, and nobody would buy. It, uh, I guess because he was old, but. Um, you know, I thought, hey, they're going to want to win. They're going to say, well, I don't really want the guy, but he could help me win. But it never it never happened. Um, so, looking at this one, I'm picking myself. I got to go with myself here. So, I'm choosing me to make it into the playoffs. Ben is choosing Matt. Campbell is choosing Sam. Campbell, what do you got in this game? Uh, I'm picking Matt in this one. I think he's got too much firepower at receiver and, and quarterback. Uh I think even though they got Winston projected, what, two points more than Mahomes this week, I know they're playing two different caliber defenses, but I just don't see that happening. Uh, Once again, the tight ends both poop, so that's going to be not a factor on either team. But I think just with his wide receivers, um, I think he's going to edge you out, buddy. But like you said, those those IRs, that Sanders and A.J. Green and Delaney Walker – you had those. You put those three in over uh, Herndon, Rudolph, and you know one of your other players, and that makes your lineup look a whole lot different. So I think, like with most teams, you got bit with the injury bug, and it's unfortunate, but just the way well, it goes. So. I gotta say, I do like my tight end matchups this week, and they are my lowest projected, but I do actually like their matchups this week. So both we'll see of, how that goes. Both of your yeah, matchups I, are the top. One of them's the sixth best defense against tight ends, and the other one's the fourth best defense against tight ends. I don't, yeah. I don't know why you good like defense. that. Okay. Not looking we'll, great. We'll not They're going to score more than projected. I'm uh, telling you. Well, okay. you got it. I feel it. All right. All right. So, uh, that's gonna, that's we're done with the matchups. So, um, real quick, to sum those up, uh, I took losing to Jay, the Vols, the Nightman, the Yeti Hunters, and myself, and Ben took – Losing to Jay, uh, Ben took himself, the Knox Villains, my ball, Zach Ertz, the Yeti Hunters, and the Megagonites. And our guest appearance here, Campbell took losing to Jay, the Knox Villains, my ball, Zach Ertz. Hey, you guys like him and the Megagonites. And we had three different picks for who's going to be getting into the playoffs. So, Ben, you've been going with Matt this whole time. And even though the probability didn't really favor him because of all the tiebreakers, um, so you make that prediction. That's a pretty big one there. Yeah, I just vote we get Jay off the show forever. I mean, who wants a commissioner on the freaking show? Is he not the I, biggest douchebag in the world? The biggest douche commissioner ever. I, I, I do want to say this, and this is directly. I, I want to kind of target this directly at the commissioner. For good luck tonight, I'm sitting up here uh, in the studio with my gold ball from high school. And I thought, hey, maybe that'll bring me good luck this week. But uh, then I got to thinking, and, and Matt has one of his own. Ben, do you know anybody else with a gold ball? Yeah, I, I just don't know where mine's at, dude. It, you know, 
is friggin' it's just tarnished and trashed. Just somewhere in the attic, I think. <laughs> All right. So, and, and Campbell, I, I got to say, thinking back on my senior year, I think we would have made the playoffs if I hadn't ever kicked that door in your face. Um, yeah, thanks, Nate. Yeah. I know. I know. That was a killer. I don't know what that was. Was it, was it coffee? Was it coffee? County you were <coughs> that was out a loss Kansas? against Smyrna is what that was. Smyrna. You were out against Smyrna? Yeah. Yes. Gosh, and we, we lost, lost by that. we lost by a touchdown in overtime. And we missed. No, the playoffs we lost by, by one, one point. They went for two. Yeah, that's right. And we had freaking um, we had um, God, the sophomore in linebacker, big, big, tall and lanky. Pot. Yeah, Jason Potts in freaking sitting there licking a lollipop. <laughs> yeah, he li- listen. He lined up on the wrong side of the ball. I kept yelling, "We need another backer. We need another backer," and nobody moved over. Uh, I think Brandon Knowles finally moved over really late, but uh, by the end they already had him hooked. And that, that running back was something else; he'd already had him beat to the edge. Yeah, our uh, our, linebacker, our linebacker core that game was Potts, Kitchens, and Ben. So yeah. we were in for trouble from the three game. trash linebackers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I left my I left my receiver only to miss the tackle uh, on the guy. And well, good job, I, Nate. Not only did you ruin best. it because you hurt Campbell, you ruined it because you whiffed on the tackle. And then another hard one I really play a lot. Game for us, so. Yeah, and then Jay shanked a field goal to <laughs> lose our last football game. Freaking heart fails, man. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, guys, I have to say that that bowl game we played in, I was pretty stellar in that one. I was. I Dude, did, our I entire did, team was good. We we weren't ever do well supposed to win that football game. Oh, no. Listen, uh, to this day, uh, these coaches over at high school, uh, David Marston, um, Charlie Deason, that they talk about how we should have never went in there and won that football game, how it shouldn't even been close. Glencliff actually was playing for a 6A state title uh, the year before. So, yeah, well. and, and they had Tim Dobbins at linebacker uh, who ended up playing in the pros for about 15 years. Uh, I think the Dolphins, the Chargers. Yeah, and I dogged him the whole game too. So. Yeah. Well, finally, to get into the local <laughs> forecast, all we've got left is the Titans. The Titans are at 6-6, six and six, and I goofed that record up last week. Uh, they just need three out of the four instead of four out of the four. I think that's what I said last week. They just need three out of the four now in order to get to nine wins, and they've got a pretty shabby schedule. I think they can definitely get two. That ninth one may be hard to come by. But uh, they got the Jags this week who are at 4-8, and eight, and it's at 7-20 tomorrow night in Nashville. Ben, what do you think? How's this one going to go? It just all depends what Jacksonville defense shows up. I think it'll be a low-scoring game just because I think these are both two defensive uh, defensive teams. But, you know, we, we talk about um, Marcus Mariota being a terrible quarterback, but he's got some pretty good accuracy and uh, completion percentages. Um, but Jacksonville defense has a secondary that can perform. I don't know if they will perform. Um, but, no, I mean, I, I think the chances of them getting the nine wins aren't that bad. I mean, they got the Redskins that lost their quarterback that are playing Mark Sanchez, and then they got the Giants that they come off a pretty big win. Um, so, yeah, I mean, their, their chances are decent. I think they'll get seven, eight wins, but I don't know if they'll get the nine. Yeah, in all honesty, I feel like to beat the Titans, it's, it's more – to do with your linebacking core than it is your secondary. Um, while Mariota does have a high completion percentage, he still struggles with balls on down the field. And so uh, a little bit better than average cornerback can defend those guys. 
Uh, he has been better lately, but uh, they like to they like to run that short, quick stuff. They get get underneath those DBs, so those linebackers have to react quick uh, when you play the Titans, and they got to stop the run too a little bit. Uh, we we just Derrick Henry has been a bust. If that dude could just run for four yards a carry, it would really it, it would improve our offense just tremendously with the type of offense we're trying to run. I'm just saying this. Anything? I'm reading something right now that says Tennessee Titans adopting the Nick Saban mindset could be key to winning out. So, there you go. There's your Titans freaking going off of Nick Saban. How about that? This, I like it. That's the kind of offense the Titans need. It's, it's what they're set up to do. I mean, in all honesty, that's that's where they need to be is, is that type of an offense. Uh, Campbell, anything on this one? Yeah, go Titans. They win, but they don't make the playoffs. But for the boys. Yes, four wins they could get in. They got all four of them. They could get in, and it is. I think it's realistic to say that they could possibly get the last four here. All right, so that'll conclude our show, and I'll sign off first, and then I'll just say goodbye. So, Ben, you got anything before we leave? Nope. Eight crow, fellas. Tired of all y'all. I'm ready for the season to be over with. I can send y'all stupid trades. Bye. Campbell, anything? Don't don't hang up on me so I can sign off. When y'all both sign off, it ends the show. But anything before you get out of here? I won't sign off, but no, I'm good. See you, Terrence. All right. Appreciate y'all listening to the 3P. Guys, this will be the last regular season episode, and then we'll have two playoff episodes, and then we'll have probably some sort of special to wrap things up. So hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. This is the 3P. Good night. To the bottom, Russell's the pot, but can't quite get to 